I've basically come to the realization that podcasting is essentially like yelling into the void. Yeah. Yeah. If I yell loud enough, something will hear me. <laughs> Maybe. It doesn't have to. It's just in the void. The void can have it and deal with it, and it's okay. On that lovely note, welcome back, everyone. I am Bryn. I am Ricky. And we are Writers in Progress. Do we know what we're doing? Prompts? Yes. Today is our prompts, which is going to be a bit of a change from last week. We are trying not to take as much time in doing this, although we have talked about the fact that half the fun is just talking about prompts and it's all about the potential yeah the stories we will never write may they rest in peace or rest in scraps of paper shoved in the bottom (laughs) of drawers and shoe boxes that you pick up and you're like what was i writing oh and see in my case i'm like oh my god i totally forgot about this story i have some stuff that's like five years old and i'm like i have no idea what this is connected to i don't know who this character is it was important enough to write down, but... Did I tell you when I was cleaning out my closet, I actually found, like, a shoebox full of, like, half-written stories? Really? Yeah. Dang. And there was a couple of them where I was like, oh, that was such a good idea. I should write that. And then I put them back in the box and put it away. So, that's where I'm at. In other words, it's amazing I got this short story <laughs> written at all. Yeah. That I'm getting any of these written, really. Let's go with that. I think that's the beauty of the timeline, is it's like you're held accountable. You actually have to get something done. Yeah. Well, it's also the benefit of it being a short story, too. Yes. Where it's like, granted, short stories can be somewhat lengthy, if you want them to be. I've read a few short stories for school <laughs> that were like, Are we sure this is a short story? Because yeah. it's not ending. Right. Yeah, I yeah. could go on a rant about that, too. <laughs> oh, I'd love to hear you rant about it. It's... Okay, for one thing, they never shut up about the scenery. Oh, God, yeah. Like, I get it. It's a short story. You don't need to wax poetical for that long. No, and, like, it's always so traumatic. Mm-hmm. Like, there was one, I haven't even read it. It was one my mom read in school that, like, haunts her soul. Mm. Where it was something about... There was a boy, and it's, like, dystopian, and he, it's, you only see the sun, like, once every seven years. That's depressing. And this boy was the only one in his class who had ever seen the sun. Mm. And he was super excited about it, and, oh, the sun was coming back. And he was so excited to see the sun again. And everyone else beat him up and shoved him in a locker so he couldn't see the sun. What the hell? And then everybody else in his class got to see the sun except for him. And my mom was like, worst story ever. Oh, and see, I... Because there's this thing that I keep seeing on Pinterest where it's like, it's from Tumblr, of course, but it's what are short stories that you read that just absolutely messed you up. And I read the one called The Box Social. Did you actually look that one up and read it? No. Because the whole thing is like, oh, the girl is making up this um, box for The Box Social because the whole idea is that the girls make like a packed lunch and the guys choose which girl they want or they kind of like vote or they auction the girl the box is off and then you get to have a date with the girl kind of thing okay it's set in like the early 1900s i think it doesn't really give a date but based on like what happens um so there's the box social and so she makes up this lunch and she wraps it in this wallpaper this like really pretty green wallpaper and you can as she's putting it together you can feel like this underlying malice but you don't know what for 
But then you kind of get the sense that, like, part of it is because she's really mad at this boy because he just, like, dumped her and he hasn't spoken to her all summer and she's so mad at him. And then she gets to the box social and there's some dancing and, you know, everyone's there and they've moved stuff around in the schoolhouse so that they have room mm-hmm. for dancing and all the girls set up their boxes and they auction them off and he buys her box. So he comes up and he's kind of suave and he's like, oh, I knew it was your box. I recognize the wallpaper and blah, blah, blah. And then he opens the box and his face drops because there's a stillborn in the box. And she just looks at him and goes, I hated you so much. And that's how it ends. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was expecting poison. Yeah. No, no, no. no. Yeah. And it's basically like he better and dumped her and then just like left her and she got pregnant and then ended up losing the baby and she's just like, she hates him and she wants him to suffer as much as she did. And I'm like, what the hell is this story? And then... That's not where I was expecting it to go. (laughs) I think that's kind of the idea because the whole thing was everyone's like, oh my god, I remember reading that in school and you could hear when everyone got to that part because there was just like an audible Mm -hmm. gasp of like, what? (laughs) Yeah. Or there's that one, I don't know if you ever read it, with like the hate letters, the poison pen letters. And it's this old woman in this town. And I read it to my mom and for some reason I did like this weird southern accent for the (laughs) entire thing. Um, But the whole thing is like her family's lived in this town their whole life. And they are the ones that keep everything clean, Mm -hmm. you know. And then there's like these weird nasty letters going around town and everyone's so confused by them. And she has her beautiful roses and she loves her garden and she lives in the house. You're like some weird brain memory. Well, we went to the same school. Yeah. Yeah, we both, I had to read it in school. And they're like, she's so proud of her house and it's the house that her mother and father lived in and the house she's grown up in. And every night she sits down, you know, she has her lunch, then she goes up for a nap and she comes downstairs and sits in her nice little front room and starts writing all these nasty poison pen letters to everyone in town and yes. like insinuates that this couple that tried really hard to have a baby and now have a baby or like she's pregnant, well, it's not his kid, obviously. Yeah. Because she's been spending a little too much time with the next door neighbor. And this these two young this like young couple that are in love, oh well they've been sleeping together and that's the only reason they're together and all this kind of stuff. And then she goes to mail them off and it's in the evening. And there's a bunch of the youth of the town that are hanging around outside. And she accidentally drops one of the letters and storms off to go home and, like, write some more because she's so angry. Um, And one of the kids picks it up and is like, oh, well, we'll just drop it off because it's on our way. So she wakes up the next morning and all her prized roses have been cut down. Right. Yeah. I totally forgot about that one. So, yeah, short stories can be seriously messed up. The one I remember most from school was The Leg of Lamb. Oh, yes. Yes. Did you see they made a movie, a short movie out of that in like no. the 30s? Because it's really? all black and white, but I found it online. I did not know that. Yeah. I love that one, though. That one's so messed up. <laughs> that's so messed up. But yeah, but they made that one into a movie, and it's like actually pretty well acted. Huh. Interesting. I, I say 30s because it's black and white, but it's probably the 50s. But yeah, yeah they made that one into a, a short movie. That's and I can't awesome. even remember how I found it, but it was just like, oh my god, it's the book I read. <laughs> I think short stories tend to be 
weirder in that sense just because you have so much less time to pack a punch so you yeah kind of the best way to go about it is do the shock value yeah i mean for heaven's sakes we both did that with ours yeah you with your it's it's the apocalypse (laughs) and me with and then she died but he sent an umbrella back so that he could have more time with her which is less shock value and more like tugs on the heartstrings but i mean it's still the same principle principle. yeah. yeah i think too because you Short stories, you hold the attention longer. True. So it's like... You have to keep things moving. Yeah. In a short story. And everything you say has to make sense in the end, right? Yeah. You can't just make fluff scenes that are to build character development or yeah. something like that. Like, That's like, in a weird way, almost the nice thing about short stories. is yeah. like you don't have to develop any character. Yeah. You're just like, this is the person, this is what they do. Why did they do that? Who cares? That's just what they do. Don't ask questions. The other one that I really didn't like was also a short story from school. The one where she's at the farm and her husband goes to take care of his dad, but then there's a storm. Mm, and then the neighbor shows up. Yeah, that one. And then she cheats on him. And then there's paint. There's something about wet paint. Yep. And then footsteps. And then the husband's dead. And it insinuates that it's because he found them. Yep. That, I didn't like that one. Yeah. That one was also, like, very abstract. I remember, yeah. like, reading that one, and then we spent, like, a whole week trying to, like, dissect it and figure mm-hmm. it out, and I was just, like, I'm so confused. And it's like, I'm 16. <laughs> I don't need to know this. Yeah. Yeah, short stories are weird. But good. Yeah, Which is why we're doing them. <laughs> Today we have decided to, instead of just looking at random prompts, we are going to look at slightly less random prompts by doing the three thing writing challenge so i have a few different ones here do you want me to just scroll and you tell me to stop sure okay let's do that stop right or left uh what did you choose like the one place to stop where there's none of these yeah yeah i think i did scroll back up (laughs) okay stop Right or left? Um, right. Right there. Um, Those two, basically. Right or left? Right. I don't know what it is, but yes. All right. Uh, Pick a number between one and ten. Uh, Seven. An annoying boss, (laughs) a bikini, and a fake illness. Okay. To me, that just screams faking an illness to go to the beach because you're mad at your boss. That's a little obvious to me. Yeah. Also, I don't know what I would do other than that. That's the problem. Like, that's the immediate thing is, this is what I would go with. We're back. Okay. We're alive. We can edit all that out. <laughs> to me, yeah, to me, that's just like immediately, screw this, I'm buying a bikini and going off somewhere because my boss is super annoying. Ricky's got her thinking face on Well, I'm, I'm thinking the boss is wearing a bikini. <laughs> is that why they're annoying? Because they're on vacation. Right. And they're, like, sloughing off all the work and making sure all the underlings does it. So mm. Someone fakes an illness so that they can go on vacation and then they bump into each other. <laughs> or what if it's the annoying boss faking the illness so they can go on vacation? Oh. I and then wear- somebody finds out and kind of, like blackmails them because they keep sending them pictures of bikinis that's just like 
a rom-com. Essentially, yeah. yeah. That's the problem. Then see, that's, that's also my thing is I instinctively go to romance, which yeah. is like really problematic. It I think. reminds me of the proposal. Oh yes. With the, except for she blackmails her, worker. Same principle though. Essentially, yeah. It eventually well, no, ends because they kind of blackmail each other. Yeah. Because she says, if you do this, I'll do this. He says, okay, if I do this, then you have to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Is it really blackmail if it's a deal? <laughs> exactly. It's more of a deal than blackmail. Yeah. Although they definitely try to blackmail each other later. Yes. Yeah. That is true. Like the whole how did he propose scene. Yeah. She's just like, he cried like a baby. Gave me the ring and a homemade body. And everyone's like, wow, you're more uh, romantic than I thought. Alright, so that is one. Do we want to choose from the same prompt, or do we want the other one? Um. Like, the same number one? Yeah, because there's, like, this one almost seemed, well, no. Okay, try again. No, we're okay. one to ten. Uh, three. Identical twins, a party invitation, and a locked closet. Okay, this is making me think, um, prestige. Oh. Which, okay. <laughs> spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. It's the entire movie. But also, it's super obvious. Yeah. Well, have you seen that thing where they explain that they actually give away the movie at the very beginning yes. when he does the bird trick? Yes, and that's when I figured it out. Yeah. And, like, I didn't figure out the cloning part, because who would? Yeah, but you just think <laughs> twins. You wouldn't yeah. think clones. But then, because we watched it with Jordan and his family. Mm-hmm. And, like, no one picked up on it. And Jordan and Bryce had already seen it. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, like, it's such a good twist. It's such a good twist. And then it was, like, it mentions the bird and, oh, where's his brother? Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, twins. Yeah. And then later on, when his business partner mm-hmm. picks up his, the main dude's daughter, mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh, they're totally twins. <laughs> and then I texted Jordan, but the text didn't go through. So it's just like squinting at him, trying to figure out if I got it right or not. And then afterwards, they were like, how did you know? And it's that is the any TV show where there's magicians, mm-hmm. there's the twins. Yeah. It's the go-to. Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of ruined. But, yeah. But well, if we aren't doing magic... <laughs> Or magic trick. Because it's a party invitation and yeah. a locked closet. And twins. And twins. So then I start... To me, this is starting to get into more, like, not horror, but, like, kind of horror. And I think that's because I'm thinking of The Shining. Okay. I was thinking of the Legally Blonde sequel with the twins. Oh, God, the one that nobody talks about because it was terrible. I watched it when I was, like, ten... <laughs> So I don't really remember anything about it. I feel like conversations like this just reveal our character, where yeah. I'm like, the shining and evil <laughs> darkness, and you're like, the Legally Blonde trilogy. Well, uh, because there's, they're twins, and then there's the party scene. Right. Where they make them dress up in bikinis. It's literally it's the like Legally Blonde party. movie, yeah. but with two girls instead of one. It's very stupid. I don't understand it. I hate sequels that are pointless and just clearly money grabs. There are no legally blonde movies except for the first one. Apparently, I'm not sure if it was true or not, or just like a fan trailer. Again, I was really young when I watched it. 
Is there a Mean Girls sequel? Yeah, and it's okay. horrible. Yeah, and definitely had none of the actual proper people no, writing it. It wasn't a favorite. It's really game. bad. Okay. Yeah, no, it exists unfortunately. But see, I'm almost thinking a locked closet, as in, like one of them is locked in the closet, or they're both locked in the closet, and so the party invitation yeah. is then their way of getting out because the people holding them captive are leaving to go to this party. Okay, did you read... It was a whole... You got really excited yeah, there. because it was a whole Twitter thread. I sent it to you, like, months ago. I probably read it. Of the guy who was stuck under the mattress after a party got Yes, arrested. oh my god, that was that's so what makes the, 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 That's what this makes me think of. <laughs> Where there's a bus, so and they think they caught the guy. Yeah. But then there's another guy... And it's just them constantly switching and the cops chasing one guy. Little do they know, it's twins. Yep. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah, I forgot about that one. But I mean, again, that would actually be a really good way to write it. But I feel like since it actually happened to someone and it's on Twitter, (laughs) this kind of spoils it. It's true. And also, I feel like I would get very confused very quickly at which person I'm talking to. I'd need, like... Charts a and a map, like, okay, what's this person that, is here now. What's that meme from uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where he's, like, losing his mind, and he's got, like, all yeah. the, the red, like, <laughs> the crazy look on his face? Yeah, that's basically what you need to keep track of the story. Alright, one to ten. Uh, what did I say? You said three and seven. Okay. Um, let's do ten. A campfire, a scream... And a little lie that gets bigger and bigger. Oh. Okay. A campfire, a scream, and a lie. I feel this is just... I know what you did last summer. I actually... Like, I know the premise is, like, they murdered someone. Yeah, technically it was kind of like it was accidental, but they all covered it up. Oh, okay. And then At so- least from what I've got from it. Yeah, because I've never actually... Because the funny thing is, is they play it very much like a horror movie, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, but it's not actually the dead person haunting them. It's like that parent's, that person's father, I think. Okay. It's been a while since I watched a summary of it. But I'm pretty yeah. sure it's actually like the dad or something. And so yeah, because like, I know it's not the actual dead person. No, it's like, it's someone exacting revenge for them. Yeah. But it's also kind of cute because that's where Sarah Michelle Gellar... And her husband, like, met and fell in love. Oh, really? Yeah. That is Was cute. on that movie. And I'm like, oh, that's actually really cute. Because she didn't drive, and she was still taking, like, classes or something. And he would drive her from oh. set back into town so that she could go to her classes and everything. So they would do, like, these long drives every day. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's adorable. That's a movie right there. <laughs> that is a movie. I'm shocked that it hasn't been made into a movie. I'm shocked neither of them have written it, but it's probably yeah. a little weird when, like, that's your life. Yeah. Yeah. And it's... not, like, not a biography, like... Yeah. Just make it Make into... this romance movie about me. <laughs> <laughs> but not actually about me. Yeah. A little too much. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of like that one. Because there's a lot of ways you can go about it. Yeah. Because is it, like, somebody died and they're covering it up? Sasquatch. Is that a scream? It's a Sasquatch whoop. 
Or it's a scream because somebody saw the sca- Sasquatch. Sasquatch. <laughs> I'm trying, okay? <laughs> it's a struggle. I am, I'm struggling. I could make my aunt proud. Oh, you could. I have an aunt who wrote a Sasquatch to- story. It's quite good. I, I was going to say, from what you <laughs> yeah. told me, it's really good. But it's, like, unpublished. Yeah. Is it finished? Yeah, it's finished. It's finished. She's, she's never been... Yeah, she's been editing it, and she wrote a different story, too. Ugh, goals. I know, right? I like half-start stories. I've half-started far too many. I know. I don't even half start i get a chapter in and then you like tell me the entire plot and then write none of it and it's amazing now that i fixed that one plot hole of my dragon story i have everything like oh my god can can we just talk about like the freakiest text so it's like what are like are they a mammal or are they a reptile so they're they're mammals and that's how they describe it although the main character has no idea what the hell platypus is (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so they're just like, well, um, it's this thing that has a beak and a tail, but it lays eggs, but it also has milk, and it's also venomous. <laughs> so that's us. The worst part is, I got home, and I was, like, brushing my teeth, and I started thinking of it in, like, a Perry the Platypus meme. <laughs> Perry the Dragon Platypus? A half dragon, half human? Perry the half-dragon, half-human? It's just like, oh my god. And I nearly choked on my toothbrush while I was having this thought because I was brushing my teeth when it came to me. And I was like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I am kind of leaning towards this one just because yeah. there's... And, like, what's the lie that then keeps getting bigger and yeah. bigger, right? I like this one. Because it's like... It doesn't have to be Sasquatch. That was just... Well, no. I mean, like, that's the automatic thing. So it's either murder or a Sasquatch, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, pack of wolves or something like that. Aliens. Mm. You're abducted out in the middle of the desert. But then again, what's the lie? Yeah. It keeps getting bigger and bigger. There, you think it's aliens, but it's just a massive hoax. People playing a really elaborate prank on you. Mm-hmm. That could yeah. work with the Sasquatch one. That could also... <laughs> Just some guy in stilts. Oh my god. I don't know. I'm also one of those people that, like, on a weird level, I do kind of believe. Yeah. Like, I don't... I'm, I'm not sure if I, like, believe in Sasquatch, but I think there could be something. I strongly believe in Nessie. Maybe she's not alive anymore. I believe in Nessie. But, like, have you read some of the accounts from, like, the original people? I'm like, there had to be something in that, like... If it was just, like, a 500-year-old sturgeon that never stopped growing, I don't care. It's there still was something in that, like... Yeah. Like, the first guy that ever saw her to then... There's an ex- there's an account of, like, he was out fishing by himself at dusk. Yes. And it's, like, the darkness that just, like, swarms around him and he can feel it, like, on the back of his neck. And, like, I got chills reading it. Yeah. And I was like, nope, this is real. I don't know what it is. But granted, like, obviously now I think whatever it was is dead. Yeah. Sadly. And, like, probably been picked clean by the other orphans yeah. living in the lake. But no, there was definitely something in that lake. Someone said Greenland shark, but I don't think a shark would survive in a lock. I don't think so. No. I think Unless it, it got trapped. But even then, like, like... I don't know how it was. Yeah, well, and the, a lock is freshwater, and I don't think yeah. sharks are freshwater sharks. 
good theory, though. It is. Because, like, they're, they have found Greenland sharks that are, like, over 500 years yeah. old or, like, insanely old. I think it's only over 100, but it's still really old for a fish. Isn't there something about freshwater or alligators or crocodiles or Yeah, but I don't think... Or something... Both, yeah. Yeah. Well, I know there's, like, a saltwater crocodile that's, like, a megalodon kind of thing. Yeah. Which was... It did exist, but it, they supposedly... Supposedly say. It doesn't mm-hmm. exist anymore. <laughs> How has that not been made into a movie? They did, um... There's always terrible B-movies. No, there's uh, Lake Placid. Yeah, like I said, terrible B-movies. <laughs> oh, come on. It has Betty White in it. It's good. <laughs> so bad. It's so bad. Ugh. That's probably the closest. Yeah. Because mine, like, even that... What's that new one that came out with Jason Statham? Uh, the Meg. Yeah, The Meg. That one even wasn't that good. And that had, like, a big budget. I thought it was decent. So, the movie did miss out on some stuff. But the effects looked really good. Yeah. And I liked that the romance wasn't, like, bam! In, in your, your face. face. Super like... obvious. But, yeah. I feel like that's probably the problem we should go with. Because that's seems so. we seem to have like the most options with that one. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea what to do with the lie aspect of it. I feel but, like I've slightly got an idea where I'm going with this. Excuse me. I have no idea. At least this time we do have a little bit longer to go over it. So, yeah. I mean, we can actually, I can try and make the story a little longer this time. And it's like, at least you kind of, you have a distinct setting. Because it's like, where can you have a campfire? Mm-hmm. It's either in the woods or in the desert. Or on the beach. Oh, beach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> beach opens up new aspect. Nessie! Yeah. I would love that. A small lie that keeps getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. Yeah. But then the question is, is the lie that Nessie exists or is the lie that Nessie doesn't, doesn't exist? exist? And it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And you, you just... I like stories that just let you figure it out. Yeah. Like, it's for your own conclusion. Yeah. Yeah, so what have we discussed? I believe in Nessie. I don't disbelieve in Sasquatch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Sasquatches might be real. I don't know what they would be. Have you seen that thing where apparently, like, there's this theory going around that mermaids were actually, um, manatee? I remember reading that a while ago. And I'm like, on one hand, I get it. But on the other hand, how? Like, how does the top half of a manatee... Like, I get it if you're just, like, swimming. Or you're in a boat. And, like, you see a figure in the water. But but again... But, like, skeletal-wise? But not even that. I mean from the sense of, like, manatees are really fat. (laughs) They're really chunky. They are. Yeah. Because they have, like, a lot of flubber to them, right? It's more than... Okay, it... I can never remember. Is there a difference between sea cow and manatee? No, a sea cow is a manatee. Okay. Does... I thought for some reason they had different tails. I thought one was, like, a paddle and one was more, like, mermaid. Now I'm confused. Sea cow versus <laughs> manatee. I'm so confused. This is not giving me any information. 
They just all look the same. What? Oh, man. What is that guy? I guess there's four different types. They're all manatees, yeah, but... But, like, some of them do have, like, the mermaid tail. More of a tail. whale tail, almost. That could be Nessie. Look at the size of that thing. Stellar sea cow. That would be a great Nessie. Oh, my God. Just, like, a really fat manatee. Yeah. I could see how you could see it's a mermaid when it has the non-paddle tail. I guess. But I think my... Maybe it's because I just keep seeing the face. And I'm like, the top half of a mermaid is supposed to be a really attractive yeah, that's woman. the thing is How like, do you get this confused with that? Because manatees are so chunky that it's just like it's a round. beach ball. <laughs> like, there's no curves. There's no curves. They're just round. This, to me, is less confusing than discovering that um, beluga whales kind of have hips. What? Have you not seen that? It's no. like It's the fat layers, but it looks like hips, and it's super disturbing. That is disturbing. I am going to look this up just so that you can be <laughs> as disturbed as I am. Oh! Yeah. No. Yeah. It's got, like, the yep. dude V. Yep. Oh. Dude V doesn't sound right. Yeah. You see, know what I mean. Yeah. See, to me, I can believe that as people getting mistaking it for a mermaid. Yeah, because it's got more curve to it. Well, and it also kind of looks human. But yeah, but it's, um, it's actually, it's not knees. What? But it's like, it's fat deposits, essentially. It's not knees? Yeah. Why would it be knees? I mean, in that angle, it kind of looks like knees. Oh, it does. It looks like someone, like, yeah. squatting inside of a suit. Because, yeah, see? From this, I would believe... Yeah. They got me. It just looked like a super ripped mermaid. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, no, but, see? like, that bottom no, I know, picture. exactly. So, yeah. It, yeah, I can believe that but as getting mistake, mistaking that for a mermaid. Where are Belugas native to? Cold climates. Yeah, but mermaids are supposed to be tropical. Well, not always. It can be, like, middle of the ocean. Hang Maybe on, it was where? while belugas were migrating. Mm. Hey, why is where did beluga's whale live the first thing that <laughs> popped up when I typed in where? Google is listening to our conversation. Yeah, Arctic Ocean. Also, why is that the picture that pops up? It's a beluga eating a camera with, like, really disturbing picture of his teeth. Like, falling out teeth that looks like he needs dentures. <laughs> I'm sure he's fine, I mean, unless it was... No, but yeah, because mermaids are always in sheltered yeah. bikinis. Yeah, now I'm confused. Although, there is has been kind of like a surge lately in like more evil mermaids. Like sirens? Not even sirens, because sirens are like a subclass of mermaids. Okay. There's another way you could do it. That's the scream of the sirens call. Oh, there you And a go. lie that keeps getting bigger and bigger. Damn, this somebody, is, I love yeah. how both of us have just gone like super mythology, mythological fantasy yeah. with this. It makes me think of the lighthouse, the one with William Defoe. And okay, Bob I was gonna Hansen. say like which one, the one yeah. where they find a kid. It is like a weird movie. Yeah, it's really difficult to get through, but it's also really intriguing, and the acting is really good. Yeah, I've heard the acting is really good. Isn't it, didn't someone say that it's supposed to be a metaphor for, like, a Greek tragedy or something? For, um, oh shoot, who was it? Some, one of the gods ends up, this, 
the biggest comparison is one of the gods ends up on the beach and like is being eaten by the birds right and that happens in the movie yeah that's how the movie ends and they're like oh it's a whole allegory for like it's like a modern retelling of this one greek is it supposed to be like poseidon's son or i can't remember it's a it's one of those really annoying things where like when i would watch reviews about it and they talk about it be like oh yeah that one i know that story and now that i have to actually talk about it i'm like who is the character again i can't remember yeah yeah somebody made a bad decision up in god world and (laughs) as you do yeah the Greek gods made terrible decisions. Except Persephone. Yeah. Yeah. She was good. It's like, I don't even believe in Greek mythology, obviously, no. but like... The stories are fun. Persephone and Hades are like, <laughs> oh, the most beautiful couple. Their story is great. Mm-hmm. It gives me so many feels. <laughs> and it is basically like the villain enemies to lover villain redemption yes. story that we all want. And never receive. Ugh. Don't even get me started. That is one thing. Okay, two things. <laughs> <laughs> that I think we should do. I think we should do specific tropes at yes. some point. Yes. Like every five episodes or something. Yes. Like, do enemies to we lovers. We also really or... need to do like dialogue prompts because yes. I am really good at those. <laughs> Mostly because I just cheat and use my own characters. Yeah. And I'm like, this is a scene from my own story I will use someday. I did that for school all the time. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I remember... Because they have that story with, like, the junior division, right? Mm-hmm. And I once r- had to write, like, a newspaper article, and I literally wrote it as, like, a whole op, the secret op that they were on, where they were, like, infiltrating a school, and then, like, a bomb went off. And I had to, like, secretly input all the characters <laughs> as, like, they weren't really there, but they were. Oh, yeah. I, I have good memories about that. I did one based off of a song. But it was a, so it was a scene based off of a song, mm-hmm. and it was when one of my characters is going through a drug addiction. Oh, right. And it was for um, medicine mm. by daughter. Or oh by God, yeah. Daughter or youth? It's daughter. Maybe? Daughter. Yeah. Youth is another one of the songs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it was based off of that, and I chucked that into school <laughs> assignment. And like, have fun with that. Yeah. Don't call the cool school psychiatrist. I'm fine. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Or what was the one that I sent you that was based off that Matt Mason song? Oh, And that wasn't even, like... That was just me being, like, I want to write this thing. Because we did try to do this once before. We were like, let's write short stories. Yeah. And you never wrote anything. I think I started one. Story of your life. (laughs) I I know. I know. Story of your writing career. You start writing it, and then you never actually finish. And I finish something, and I'm like, look at this! I think it's in my Google Docs somewhere. Probably. It's the where stories go to die. Yeah. In my case. I least. still have school assignments that are like five years old in my Google Docs. Oh my God. That I need to delete. But I just like, yeah. I don't want to look at them because I hate thinking about them. But so what I if just, I need this? Not even that. It's just like, I don't even want to read you. I don't want to read my own words again. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so we have to do trope prompts. Yes. We have to do dialogue prompts. And the other one I wanted to do was retellings. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Speaking of retellings, there's a series that I've read that the first book is very obviously a retelling of Beauty and the Beast. You told me about this yes. one. Yes, and then there's, the s- there's like elves and... Fairies. The, fairies. the high okay. fae, yeah. Um, and then the second book is essentially a retelling of Hades and Persephone. 
Right, and there's something about she makes him a stew, and that's a proposal, and she ends up with Beast, who actually turns out to be Gaston, and it's like... That's in the first book, yes. Yes. And then yeah, later yeah. well, because, like, the first book ends with, like, oh, the Beast turns into a human, or, you know, yeah, into yeah. himself, and she's so happy to be with him. But at the end of the first book, the bad, the typical, like, bad boy guy that's supposed to be, you find out in the second book, is essentially Hades, um... Sorry, I just need to interject. We need to make a little just blip that just says spoilers. Because we talk about (laughs) movies and books so often that every time we just have to go, spoilers. (laughs) And it's just like a really deep voice being like, spoilers. Yeah. (laughs) But yes. Um, Technically, I haven't said the name of the series yet. No, but I said the thing about the proposal and the... He's beats, but then he's Gaston. And then... But also, you mix like three books there. <laughs> and again, we haven't actually named the series, so people could yeah. still be oblivious. That's true. Yes. That's true. Okay. Um, but at the end of the first book, she gets turned into a fae as well. Yes. And yes. then there's the... And then the Hades, Hades goes to leave because like they solved the problem that they were dealing with. And he goes to leave because he's now free. And he looks at her and kind of like has this weird reaction and he leaves. Yes. And that's when you realize that the two of them are actually essentially soulmates. But because she's with, quote-unquote, the Beast, um, he's letting her. He's like, you're happy with him. I will be miserable mm-hmm. and heartbroken by myself if it means that you're happy. I'm a good guy. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, deep down, he's good. Um, and so then he will, like, randomly show up just to irritate the Beast because he doesn't like him. He's like, you're kind of a dick. And you're just the worst. Plus, you know, you have the love of my life. Yeah. And he can see that she's not happy. Because, like, she has a lot of PTSD and everything. But the Beast won't let her acknowledge it. So she has to pretend that everything's fine. And so it's just, like, eating her inside and she's Mm -hmm. slowly dying. But the Beast is, like, ignoring it. Like, she'll wake up in the middle of the night having these terrors and be throwing up. And he'll, like, pretend that nothing's going on. Yeah. Um, So then she's getting married to him. And she's at her wedding. And she's walking. She's like, oh, my God. Someone get me out of this. Someone get me out of this. Help me. Yes. And Hades shows up, and he's like, and then he ta- just, like, grabs her and whoops her away. And she's like, what the hell? How could you do this? And he's like, you asked me to. It's also kind of like Phantom of the Opera. A little flipped. bit. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Um, like, if she actually ended up with Phantom. Essentially. But, I mean, because the funny thing is, in the first book, Beast is a beast because he has, like, this masquerade mask that he can't take off. Oh, okay. And so, like, half of his face is hidden kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, so then it really obviously becomes Hades and Persephone because he's like, you will spend three weeks with me and then three weeks with your beloved or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's something like that where it's like she has to spend time with him. Yeah. And so when she's with him, he starts, like, training her and how to use her powers because she's high fae now mm-hmm. and she has all these abilities and he's like, you need to learn how to do this. And one of the things is that they have, like, a mind connection. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you need to learn to put up a wall because I'm tired of being woken up at 3 a.m. because you're throwing up. And I do not want to deal with it anymore. <laughs> oh, God, it's so good. I feel like the, the author, going back to that, like, mm. Sunny in Philadelphia yeah. meme, where they have, like, all of these different myths and okay, legends. Okay, but let's be real. <laughs> like, doing a wall with... The yarn and the red yarn and everything connected. Like, that is every writer's dream. Yes. I desperately hope at some point in my life I will write a story complicated enough to require that. I think I could do that with my dragon story. Oh, 100%. You could do that with any of your stories, honey. Let's be real. 
Do you yeah. have like three of them and they're all very complicated because they're all like multi book series. At least the dragon was only like a trilogy, right? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> it okay. could be a trilogy or you can make it much longer. There's like it could be one book. It could be a trilogy and all of that was just supposed to be a prologue. <laughs> That's my favorite part. And it was like there's no way in hell. I can shove this into five pages. And so now it's become like this big expanse, but everything that happens in that section you need to have for the very, very end. And I'm just like, why did I do this? And then there's also my book, which you still haven't finished reading because you're a coward. Less than 10 chapters left. And you're being a coward about it. Because you know what happens know, in an upcoming scene and you refuse to read it. I know. And I am desperate for someone to read this because <laughs> literally, like, JJ stopped reading it because okay. I took so long to update. And Sai isn't reading it. Like, no one is reading this book <laughs> and I need someone to appreciate the fact that I did it. Yes. I know. I'm sorry. And I feel like a part of the fact that no one is reading it is part of what's discouraging me from writing another one. Oh, God. Okay, no, no. Because I'm finish. like, <laughs> no one's going to read this. What is the point? Okay, no. I'll yeah. finish it. Okay. Because you need to write it something else. Because you, like, I have so every day ideas. you text me with, like, okay, this thing. Yeah. And then. The problem is I'm kind of, like, torn between three. The... Um... Death by any other name. Yeah, life by any creed. Creed. And um, the villain redemption one. Yeah, but wasn't there one other one? I mean, there's the mechanical rose, but that's just kind of no, like... No, it was I don't a know different one. Right, that. Oh, it, it's the... It's the just like real life one that I'm thinking of. But that was like a year ago that you were really into that one. Was it just like real life one? Wow, this is bad. I can't remember my own stories. Um, the one with like the... The, like, the brother and sister. And they lived together. Oh, God, that was ages ago. <laughs> that was back when I was still watching The 100. Oh, that show. Yeah, the show that we don't talk about. But I stopped watching that after, like, season three, which yeah. was how many years ago that came out? Yeah. Was it really that long that you were super into that story? Take Better Care? Yeah. yeah. Weird. Stuck with me, apparently. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, that's okay. It was like the other day I listened to car radio and I remembered the story I came up with around that one. Oh, yeah. And I told it to Jules and she was just like, oh my god. And I was like, you're welcome. I still, because I have like the whole, the story for that whole album. Mm. And I like, it's literally all in the songs. Mm -hmm. I just have to write it. Mm -hmm. What is wrong with me? (laughs) I think my problem, did I come up with a name for that? Villain Redemption story? Then I screwed myself up because I made that into a duology, too. Yeah, you did. I'm really bad at that. (laughs) That's the thing with this, though, is because I'm constantly thinking about the short stories now, it's making me think harder about my actual stories. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm hoping maybe, like, during one of the dialogue prompts, it'll, like, kickstart things. I did, like, kind of solve the problem at the beginning of Life, or of um, Death by Any Other Name, though. Yes. So I want to try. At this point, I'm just like, oh, God, that means I need to rewrite from the very beginning (laughs) and redo all of that. And so I'm, like, trying to figure out how to do that. That was the thing with the dragon story is I had to rewrite it from the beginning because I'm like, this is garbage. 
This is And then you stopped writing it <laughs> again. And you even had like a captive audience of people that wanted to read it. And you kept leaving us on massive cliffhangers. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I did do that. Well, and then JJ was writing her story, but I think she kind of made it hard on herself. Yeah. Because it was a gang, but they were a good gang, not a bad <laughs> gang. And I think she was really struggling with how to do that. Well, I thought she was doing okay. She was. Because it's like, it was corrupt cops, right? Exactly, yeah. But then it's also like, good gang, bad cops, time travel. There was a lot. There was a lot. I thought it was good. I loved it. I loved like the back and forth between yeah. like, you'd have that and then she would snap back to the future where she's actually from. And it was like, present, oh damn. Yeah, yeah the present. I was like, oh, damn, like, where is this going? And then she stopped writing, and I was like, no. I know. I don't know what I was next. Does she know that we're doing this? I haven't told her. Neither have I. Oh, I. I haven't talked to her in a while. I know. JJ, if you listen to this, we miss you. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I told Cy we're doing this, and he's like, already decided claimed number one spot of like oh. our number one fan okay. he's like what are you guys releasing episodes is there merch yet and i'm like why would there be merch what is there going to be merch of that would actually be good though like the tea stain and the coffee yeah. stain yeah the tea yeah. stain and a wine stain yes yeah thank you yeah there we go because one of us said she was going to need to at least three drinks to do this and she yes. still hasn't had one i had bailey's in my coffee this morning <laughs> <laughs> that counts. I do kind of want to grab a drink on the way home. Like, go to the liquor store and grab, like, a, yeah. a four-pack. <laughs> drink and drive. Yeah, no, no, no. Let me clarify that statement. I have to drive home, so I'm going to stop at a liquor store and pick up stuff for when I get home. Yeah. There we go. That sounds a lot better. Mm-hmm. Don't drink and drive, kids. Well, we got really off topic there. Yeah, we did. It was still technically on topic, though. We're still talking about stories. Exactly. And not just stories, but, like, stuff that inspires us. And, like, eventually, if we actually keep doing this. I really hope we do. I think we do. I I think we will. There we go. I think we do. I think we do. I think we do. do. I'm from the future, and I tell you I think we do. (laughs) To go back to our first prompt. Ew. (laughs) Call back. I think we will. Yeah. It's pretty easy going, and, like, neither yeah. of us have super cringed about it yet, which no, is... No, shocking. A really big thing for us. Because yeah, I was, like, so scared. Yeah. But, but then we, we were, like... Because we talked about it, and I'm like, oh, this would be great. And then I was like, there's nothing stopping us. Yeah, that was kind of a <gasps> weird conversation. Like, I started... I think I was, like, slightly shaking at work when I was getting the text. I'm like, there's nothing stopping us, Ricky. What are we gonna do? There's always something to stop us. Is this what being an adult means? I'm the only thing stopping myself. Reality check. Boom. <laughs> well, we haven't gotten one yet. I mean, when we start posting these and basically no one listens, that might be a reality oh, check. Yeah. But again, like I, I don't said, expect anyone to it's listen. kind of like screaming into the void. Yeah. Maybe it echoes back and someone else is like, damn, that really resonates with me. Yeah. Or maybe you just kind of like put it out into the void and it's there. And we can review it. Yeah, and friends that we don't get to spend a lot of time with can listen to and be like, God, this is why I don't spend time with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if nothing else. I heard their voice. That's enough. Yeah. Yeah, well, for sure. I mean, if you're ever going to tell certain people that oh, we're yeah. doing this, eventually. I after just want we them post. to, like, 
see how long it takes them. I just want them to be like, what the hell are you doing upstairs? Every week. This happens every week. Like clockwork. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Though I guess it's going to be every two weeks. Yes. Because now we're kind of, kind of space it out. Which yeah. I think will be good for this prompt. Excellent. Because I need to figure out what direct... Like, I have a vague idea. Yeah. I know it's going to be mythology. But now I have all of mythology. That <laughs> <laughs> fits within, like, campsite, campfire parameters. Ocean. Like, river, like, yeah. nature. <laughs> Basically. Nature. And you yeah. can also go the serial killer route. The tried and true. And see, I think I'm going the direction of... Seems like it's going mythology. And mythology is definitely involved. But there's something a little darker. Oh. Darker, you say. Darker, I say. Ooh. And I don't think this one will include any romance. <gasps> Shocking. Wow. Just, like, call me out <laughs> like that, rude. Come on, it's not like I write cheesy romance. We can at least say that. Yeah, that's true. Most of my romance is, like, secondhand, where it's, like, there's a lot of other crap going on. Yeah. But I also need there's you. There's these little moments. Little moments where you're like, oh, God, they, they had a moment. Yeah. In all the chaos. Like, I don't think you've ever had a... You're not gonna leave me! Like, you know those ones where... Uh, <laughs> well, I'm just thinking you read your thoughts. There's a lot of the back and forth of, like, this is my fault, I need to leave so you're protected. No, I need to protect you, you need to yeah, stay. Yeah, but then she just does it anyway. <laughs> she just, like, waits for him to fall asleep and leaves. She's like, no, yeah. this is the only way I can so protect you. So it's like, you. yes, you have it, but it's not like the, I'm the man. You I need to listen to me. me. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, he also does it to her where he's like, I need to leave. And she's like, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, they're all, they're both independent and idiots and desperately need each other. (laughs) If y'all just went together. It would solve so many problems. We wouldn't have to keep rescuing each other. Yeah. All right. So that is the prompt. A campfire, a scream, and a small lie that keeps, that gets bigger and bigger. Tune in next time to see if we actually succeed in making a lie that keeps getting bigger <laughs> no, and bigger. Like, that's the thing I've caught on. I'm like, well, there's gotta be an initial lie, and I'm not good at writing those. Yeah. Thank goodness we have a little extra time to do this one. I feel like maybe if we write, like, a little bit each day. Yeah. We might need that. My I'm goal... gonna need, like, three days just to figure out what I'm writing. <laughs> yeah. Hence, the having a little longer will actually yeah. help. My goal is to try and make this one actually a bit longer. Mm-hmm. A little more substantial. So, hey, next episode might be a bit longer. Sorry, Ricky, you're the one editing. I know. But there may be more opportunity for sound effects. It's true. If it's longer. I am excited to And we're doing, like, campfires and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know. The crackle in the background. The crackle. The, the screams. Oh, we get to use the, if we can find the, what's the scream? Mm-hmm. The always scream. The Wilhelm? Yeah. <laughs> I like that you knew what I meant. Yes, I know exactly. My favorite is how that's become like a trope in movies where movies will just like include that as just yes. like a nod to like, hey, hey, you recognize that. Yeah. All right. I think we are set. I'm actually, I'm excited about this yeah. one. As always, I am Bryn. I am Ricky. And we are writers in progress. Bye. <laughs>